Now, how can I help you, Cass? Uh, yes. Um, it's funny because I didn't really think too much through about how I'm going to call this favor and get <laughs> what you're going to get actually out of him without thinking you're going to rob case the joint. Yes, yes. So um, I, I come needing advice. I have been undertaken as as a new uh, head mage at a uh, establishment far, far away in uh, Montcarn, and they're looking to build a castle with similar prowess and robustness and ruggedness and hardness as as the one here in Sintra. So I wanted to see if you could put us in touch with the local architect just to sort of get an idea of how you built this place, how it was fortified, anything we need to be mindful of because hmm. we want to do it right. Well, unfortunately for you, the royal engineer is actually off, you know, building weapons of war with Queen Calante. But perhaps I can... Uh... So I can't really help you out there, but I can talk about the magic within the uh, castle wall. That specifically. would be fantastic, so, uh, market, he, sir. He starts to tell you about how the magic within the castle wall gets activated, what it does, and why it's there. Basically, that inner wall technically is still part of elven architecture, the one that surrounds the castle, not the one the inner the wall. wall. Yep. yep, the one around the castle, and that can be activated for any reason with a mage who knows the right spell. So he sort of explains to you what that is and what it does and what elven architecture it utilizes so just put down that you know how to work this wall within reason um the castle wall so he sort of explains that to you yeah he explains that if the engine the royal engineer was here he would happily take you to his studio within the inner wall um and you could talk with him there but he isn't here yet so however he uh, he tells you that when he returns, that he would happily introduce you to and you could have a chat and he could show you some diagrams and stuff. Do you think I could potentially uh, stretch our friendship, good Malsack? Uh, you know, I did study at the the local highest caliber TAFE in the area and did undertake some light <laughs> engineering. A certificate three yeah, in majoring. Cert <laughs> three in majoring. Catapult <laughs> building. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it would be of too much to ask if, if you could maybe... Let us in to the the engineer or the architect's I, 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 I couldn't office? do that. Uh, I don't have a key, um, and, and unfortunately, he's the only one with the key. He, it's his home essentially. Yes, he has a little workspace out the back, but um, no, I, I I can't get you in, even if I wanted to. That's fair. That's fair. Just um, for curiosity's sake. But yeah, he's just in the inner wall, and 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 when when he returns, I can take you to his home. That's not a problem. No worries. Any idea when he's coming back? Uh, two days. Oh. <laughs> <Convenient>. <laughs> yes. Roughly. It depends on how well the wall's going. Well, that won't do. I'm, I'm going to look over to uh, my friend, the great Ronnie, uh, and see if maybe he's got any anything else you think we might try and uh, get out of get out of our friend Malsack here. Malsack, what reason. about uh, any libraries where you could peruse the literature that you've got lying ah, about these fine castle are you? Yes. Well, um, there is a library I can grant you access as you leave today, and you can have a look through and... Um, please don't take anything, but feel free to peruse and, and while you're here, you can look through the library and, and then um, you have yourselves a day. Malsack, that would be very great. Thank you. Thank Wonderful. You. <laughs> so you have now completely exhausted Malsack in terms of the favour. He's told you about the wall. Um, the one thing you asked of him as well, he can't actually give you, which is the engineer's yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yep. You now know where he lives though. Mm -hmm. um, and he's given you access to the library. So and and the engineer, he lives in the castle on site or does he... No, live he lives within the inner wall. In the inner wall. Yep. So um, in the noble district, you can see uh, it is marked on the map. Is that as well. somewhere we have free access to? Or the is inner, these two do because they've gotten into the inner wall. Um, so they know now. And, and we can... We for all intents and purposes, potentially disarm the magic in the castle. Is that what we got out of it from this discussion? You, you mentioned understand as far as how, how well, to work the on wall. On the wall, you know how to work the magic in the wall. You don't know how relevant that's going to be, but um, you know how it's done and, yeah. and what. And that knowing is half the battle. Right? You don't necessarily know the right spell, but because you know about it, it means that if you have to interact with that castle magical barrier at all, you can do something. Okay. Great. Perfect. All right, so you guys are in the library now, I guess. Um, as you go to the library, or you're going to the library, is there anything you wanted to look around at or, or sneak away, or do you want to do that after the library? Because I know you were talking about maybe getting a bit cheeky. Getting a bit cheeky. So, so Malsack's escorted us to the library. He's there yes. with us, or has he left us there? He's left you there. Um, okay, but he walked with us all the way from his office yes, to there. And, he, and he's essentially been like, once you're done, you can just leave the castle. The guards will let you out. It's not a problem. 
did did he take us back the same way he took us in or have we gone somewhere different do i need to roll another awareness check to see if there's anything else or any other rooms no because we still don't know exactly where the treasury is no you don't um he's taken you uh so he took you upstairs and to the left the library's further his library's actually quite close to his office so it's just the next one along um next to his office so you're on the sort of top level of the entryway into the castle itself and, and i'm assuming this is a big grand library it's yeah it's pretty thousands big. of books and yep, pretty big yep I'm, I'm well educated so i assume i've got a pretty good lay of the land of this library i can sort of um earmark potential books that could be of benefit almost by just seeing the spine because i'm just some yeah mage, so you're going to smart mage savant here you're going to need to do yeah, that's um, right i went to tab got my cert three in, in library <laughs> research, library research. <laughs> um i'm gonna need a education check from you okay. just to see how well you can navigate this library and find things after 22 22 okay you should be fine for the most part so you tell me something that you might want to find and i'll we'll go from there okay so so we're, we're needing whether it be anything to do with with floor plans city floor plans schematics blueprints Anything like that, there's a chance of that being tucked away in the library somewhere. It's a big library. There's a chance it could have been hidden or misplaced when it should have been maybe in a little bit more of a secure location. You find a book um, called Pearls of the South, Sintra. Um, and it's kind of like a, it's a very small, thin book. It's kind of like a, tra- like a hey, come to Sintra and this is why. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, um, like a flyer brochure. Essentially, almost. yeah. And it talks about the sort of, Sintra being built on, um, there's already, uh, you can immediately see propagandic sort of discrepancies between history and itself. Okay. And it's like, oh yeah, when the humans were gifted Sintria, yeah. they built Sintria on top of it. Um, thus giving them a vast and, and complicated network of aqueducts and catacombs um, and that sort of thing. Uh, but what specifically are you looking for about the city within this book? I guess trying to just understand, yeah, like I know these guys are off getting similar information, but we don't know that they're getting the the catacomb information. So maybe we're starting to look for more information on the catacombs, the city that was before this. What about like where the the gold, like the actual layout of the... The treasury? Yeah, the inner workings and the treasury itself, like the the rich history of, yeah, Sintra's treasury and all the finances and the rich trade Um, history. So Sintria has been quite well off for quite a while. The royal family have lasted quite a long time. There is quite a bit of information, nothing so specific to tell you. It's like, hey, there's a treasury and this is where it is Um, because that isn't information you want people to know necessarily, especially peasants. It does talk about the castle Undercroft uh, being quite extensive because it is essentially made from old aqueducts and ruins of the elves so you gather that underneath the castle is probably quite complicated so if you're going to keep something safe probably best to keep it down in a complicated system so you can extrapolate from that that if it's going to be anywhere it's going to be under the castle is there any uh sort of glassed case like high-end book that we can see in there or is it just mostly just shelving with just generic books um no but the reason that is is because the only people that would have access to this are nobles and royals and people that are important so nothing is going to be off limits so whatever you want to find it's all there it's probably going to be there they don't have any reason to hide anything because it's not like any yahoo can come in and look at the books was there anyone else in the library with us uh currently no okay no nobles no nothing um, can I have a look uh, through the sonnets of Sintra to find myself a tale or a song that would really uh, engage um, the royalty and the people within the castle walls? Absolutely. You manage to find ballads and hymns, and in it there is a Sintric folk sort of, not national anthem, but it's sort of like a de facto, like this is the song Sintrans sing. Okay. It's a hearty Sintran tune uh, called The Sintran's Oath, um, which just talks about how Sintrans are very proud and they will fight for uh, their land um, and country. Yep. So Sintra itself is a country, but you are in Sintra, the city as well, I forgot to mention. Well, my good friend Kess, but we have come to the conclusion that if anything here is worth taking, it is directly underneath us. That is a valid statement there, young sir. I've got to say, your musk is building in strength and stamina the more this morning goes on and this heat wears down upon us. But maybe we should start making our way towards the Royal Engineers Workshop because I feel 
that's where the good good's going to be. That's where we're going to get a much clearer understanding of this castle layout because between the two of us, we wouldn't know where in the crust the treasury is as it currently stands. So uh, you got to tune in, you think, my good friend. So I've discovered a sonnet of the people and I could entertain the masses for hours upon end. Let us go into the courtyard and continue our journey. Let us go. Uh, Cass, do you want to roll an education check for me, please? Also, uh, Ronnie Gianfranco Destino III. The great. The great. Thank you. Every time. We can get that um, one there. Can you please roll a streetwise check for me? 13. 16. 16. Yeah, you're both smart enough to realise that there is a lot in this library and that while you don't need to go through everything, it's probably definitely worth maybe taking some books. Okay. Um. Can you I see? You never like know a... when something will come up that will be relevant, and you might never get a chance. You know, war's coming. Right. You know, you need to. It's kind of one of those things. It's like if shit's about to go down. I have no idea what the future holds for me. I should probably grab what I can. Yeah, yeah. I see at the top of the shelf just this neon light down the spine of the book. Yep, calling to me, and I reach up and pull down. Spell casting for idiots and uh, tuck uh, it into you my reach cloak. Down and grab. <laughs> I had a spell one as well. Um, introduction to applied magic. That's the one. That's just what we call it so on the streets. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, magic for idiots. Call it Melbourne Polytechnic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the great Ronnie Gianfranco Destino the third. I will also let you steal a book as well. So well, if I'm- you just want to randomly. Yeah, okay. I've just flicked through the, the I've looked at some looked at the books and I've found something terribly menacing and disturbing and I've just gone that looks like it's worth something. So I've just okay. taken it off the shelf. Yeah. So I've 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 picked up an unknown but rather powerful looking book. Sure. And I don't know the contents of it, but I just think it looks pretty tough. Roll <laughs> just roll two D tens for me. Yeah. And tell me like so one will be the tens and one will be the ten. 10, so, yep, and then... And a 9. 9, so 19. You pick up a book called Tyromancy, The Noble Art of Cheese Divination. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is, it's bound in black and it looks really sinister, but it just it's about cheese divination. All right, so you guys were going to... Were you leaving the castle or were you having a sneak about or... Well, I think we should sneak about. We're here now. I think we should uh, maybe engage in conversation with the guard that was in front of... Of uh, the barracks? The barracks door. Um, yeah, great. Because it might not be a barracks. It might be a way underground. So, let's go sure. have a chat to him. No worries. Um, yeah, you go up to this guard who's sort of standing vigilant in front of this door um, and he gives you a nod and he's like, are you gentlemen ready to leave? Or you, do you need me to open the door? So, I believe you look quite familiar, but I can't quite place your name. Do you mind uh, introducing yourself, good sir? Uh, yeah, I'm Ricky. Ricky. Oh, Ricky, I've heard tales of your name. The stories they have spoken about the great and wonderful Ricky of Sintra. Oh, they talk about me, do they? Oh, they do. They cannot get them to stop. Here I am trying to perform in the local taverns, and all I hear is this chatter of Ricky. So I have devised a many a wonderful tale and a ballad of Ricky, the great of Sintra. Would you like to hear it, good sir? Absolutely, I'd like to hear my song, yes. And uh, with that, I'm going to uh, entertain Ricky with the tale of Ricky that I'm just... Uh, You're just coming up off the yeah, top of your head. Give, give me two, two lines of Ricky the Great, the song, please. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, man. I don't know. You put me on the spot. I know. Oh, I know. No, I've been doing so well up until this point. Pretty tricky, Ricky. <clears throat> Pretty tricky, Ricky. Yeah. yeah. Just go with rhyming words. words what rhymes with Dicky, Ricky. Sticky, pricky. <laughs> oh, they say there's a man called Ricky. My God, he's awfully sticky. At the whorehouses he visits. The tales in which he's... I don't know, something to do with that. Puts oh, his dicky. Sticky <laughs> Ricky is... Uh, is and he's right. a tricky dicky. So, as far house. as Ricky can tell, everyone thinks Ricky's really good in bed. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. Can you roll a perform check for me, yep. please? We'll just see how enamored he is in your story. An eight. An eight, eight plus, plus um, your skill in perform. Fourteen. Twenty-two. Wonderful. 22. Yeah. Uh, he is in. He is thoroughly enjoying. He's like, yes, Ricky, I stick my dicky in things. Yeah, there uh, is. And loves it. <laughs> uh, and he, he is definitely he is definitely distracted, if that's yeah, your yeah. intention. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, is he, like, I guess... Um, and then while he's distracted, I can guess. I potentially skulk through that? Yeah, you sort of bring it, you door? sort of bring him up, and 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 because he would have come up to greet you, so he's definitely not looking down. You can definitely go to that door without him noticing. Yeah, absolutely. so I'll, I'll uh, walk over the door, 
uh, roll perception just to make sure there's no uh, there's no oh, awareness, I should say. Awareness, as they call it. Magical goods you can do on the door to like get an idea what's inside. 15. 15. Yeah, the door, other than being rather sturdy, is is legit. There's no magic on it. It's just locked. You can see it is a pretty hefty lock, but you think that that's more to do with like the fact that the whole door is very big yeah. and well-made and strong, not necessarily that there's something necessarily important behind here. That's just what you get from the door looking at it. Okay. Do I, is there anything else in the immediate surroundings near this, this big door or is it just pretty nondescript castle Areas. Is there anything magical you could do in the door to actually like figure out what's? I can burn its dick. Well, look, I just I just rolled a d100 and got 100 on to see if there was something. So what you see actually is in the stones that make up the door frame. At first, you didn't really notice it, but a unique carving list, a list of things, and you see that beyond this door lies the barracks, which then lead into the jails which then lead into the catacombs, uh, which then leads into the treasury. So you know that this is one way to get to the treasury. Um, yeah. So you know that's all the things behind the door. Cool. That's Essentially. And um, Tricky Ricky, is he the only one with the key to this door? Uh, you can see a, a, a ring of keys hanging off of his hip. Okay. I don't know if I'm going hmm. How, how distracted is he right now? Very. He's very he is, distracted. He is clapping along and um, <laughs> the great Ronnie Gianfranco Destino has just reached the musical interlude where he rips to shred on the... I'm just shredding. Harmonic. He's I'm shredding, shredding on harmonica. that harmonica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Whilst doing backflips. Yeah. There's fireworks for some reason. <laughs> what's... what's Would like pickpocketing, does that fall under streetwise, would you say? What, uh, what would pickpocketing that, would or is fall? that got its own thing? It might no, have its, its own thing. Oh, sorry, somewhere. it is. Yep. No, that's pick lock. Pick lock. Slide, hand, slide of hand. Slide of hand. Yeah, in dexterity. Mine's a seven. What's yours? Mine's only a four, bro. I can you give this a crack? Okay, I'm going to like just, just casually sort of walk my way back into the scene. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Tricky Ricky's still enamored with with this fantastic uh, song that's getting belted out. So I'm going to try and you know. Brush past real quick, grab, grab those keys, one fluid motion, then sort of, you know, just step back in and... And join in. Join sure. in and toe tap. All right. It's an eight. All right. Fifteen. Oh, the exact number that you needed to beat the DC of 14. Congratulations. Uh, you managed to just, with one finger, just whoop, pull, the, pull yep. the key ring off of his little sort of just, hook. Yep, sneak that um, right into the pocket. Yeah, you see this, obviously, because yep. you're performing to Ricky. Yep. Um, yep, so you know you've got some keys to the castle somehow. Yeah, awesome. Epic. Great. You got right. to sing one final bar. Oh. <laughs> Finish off the, the, the ballad of Tricky Ricky. Ballad of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I think I'm just, I'm, yeah, I've just shredded it. His last name's Bobby. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's, Bobby. that's it. That's, the, that's, that's, that's your song, Bobby. the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yep. The, the stickiest in all of Sintra. Yeah, <laughs> Slayer of women. Slayer of women, yeah, with the stickiest sticky. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I guess I've just sort of, uh, maybe I've just invited uh, Ricky on uh, to a, a yeah. night out in town after Absolutely. tonight. Absolutely. got a roadie. Ricky the roadie. Ricky the roadie. Ricky the roadie. Great. Ricky, my good friend, it's been an honour to share in you the stories that I've heard on my travels, but with that, we must bid you adieu, good sir. Oh, of course. Thanks, mate. That's great. Uh, yeah, I'll see you at the uh, tavern. Party. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you at the after party. Great. You know it, sir. No worries. Uh, and he comes up and he goes to open the castle door and he's like, sorry, I've seemed to have misplaced my keys. Uh, well, this is awkward. I can't let you out without my keys. Uh, I must have dropped them somewhere. And he starts looking around for his keys. Is there any other ways we can get out? Or are we like stuck in the castle now? <laughs> you tell me, buddy. How many, how many keys You've are You've got on the that? keys. Well, I'm not going to get them out well, and open no, the not door. Not now. Not now. There's about five keys on it. You could cough up just the one key to that door. To I, I ain't coughing one. up no keys. It's, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll go see Malsack and see if he can get us out. So sure. we'll uh, so we're just gonna head back off. up the stairs and turn you left. You go to Malsack. He's like, oh, he's lost them again. Uh, and he's like, he comes down here to the door, lets you out. It's cool. fine. Sweet. You two. Mm. You are walking through the elven slums once again and you come to the banks of the Yuruga and in the distance you see a man arguing with two other men, all human. The guys seem to be wearing some really tattery armour, um, but none as tattery as the sickly man in his 60s with long white hair and a missing eye. His wiry frame barely seems to hold his own weight. 
and he's wearing a raggedy gamison that no longer provides anything other than coverage. Right. Thin, holy black stockings and old leather shoes. He has a tarnished and rusty short sword on his hip being held by a belt. The other two bandit sort of looking people, they seem to be not happy with him. Um, they're sort of, as you're progressing closer, it, it turned from conversation into shouting. Um, and now you can definitely tell there's some threat of violence upon this older man. As we're moving closer, I'm going to turn to Shadrach and just very loudly say, Shadrach! No, wait, that's not the voice. Um, <laughs> Shadrach, my, my friend, with all this talk of war in the South, it must be that anyone here who is not there is useless <laughs> at fighting. <laughs> Um, and and must be said to be a, how you say, a cad. And then uh, Shadrach kind of leans in close and says, Barclay, these, you know, you did good with with Lou Ashe before, that book thing, real good. But uh, these are these are my kind of people. Let, let me kind of right. deal with the, the rough housing. You, yeah. you got it, pal. Okay. Just, just take a step back. <laughs> yeah, they do not hear anything <laughs> oh, that you said either. <laughs> just too far away, okay. not talking directly <laughs> to them. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shadrach, the you... Acoustics aren't, the acoustics aren't quite nah, what you hope. Not outside, at least. <laughs> Shadrach, you saunter up onto these three men that are mid-argument. From what you can tell, these two bandits are... Bandits. First of all, they are trying to extort money out of this man. Uh, they're claiming that he owes them money. Okay. You there. What's your quarrel with this elf? You what? Oh, look at you. Look at you, Mr. 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 Bill. My mate, Mr. Bill, over here to my left. Uh, well, we got, we, got one of them fu- we got one of them fucking freaks here, haven't we? We got one of, them, one, of them, one of them witches. Oh, big man witcher coming over here with the normal humans. What do you want, you animal? We're looking for a man named Han Azar, not Han Azir. We believe that this may be him from the description we've received. Yeah, yeah, this, 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 this is old Han here, isn't it, mate? And the other, Mr. Bill, uh, gives him a tap on the shoulder of this old man. He's like, <laughs> sort of frail and old. <laughs> He's like, you can have him as soon as we're done with him. How about that? We're in the middle of some business, he and us. It doesn't look like he's very interested in your business. So why don't you? Oh, I'm take not. A, I'm not interested in the business. Why don't you just take a hike and, and leave this leave this gentleman to us? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. What's that I hear? Am I sorry, Mister Bill? Tell me if I'm hearing this correctly. It seems that this uh, freak of nature is telling us to piss off. Is that what you're hearing, Mister Bill's like, oh, that's why I'm hearing Fred. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty telling much. us to piss off. That's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. How about this then? And he pulls out his sword. He's like, let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, so do you want to roll an initiative for me, please? All right. 10 plus your reflex. I got a 10 for, 10 for me too. Total? Yeah, total. I got a one on the dice. Oof. That's a fumble, sir. So Which can you, you roll hurt? again? Yeah. Can you roll again and then minus that from 10? Uh, that was a seven. So th- three, I guess. Is that what? Is that what you mean? Yep. Uh, what was yours? Sorry. Ten. Ten. God, a lot of tens in the initiatives. Yeah. Okay. Barclay, you see this escalate very quickly and you actually manage to act before anyone else. Shad, you're still a bit like, oh, fine, I guess we're fighting. And you do not quickly rise to the battle. You will be last. What would you like to do, Barclay? Uh, how far are we from them? Uh, you are about 10 meters away. Okay. Uh, whereas Shadrach... Um, is about a meter away from the bandits. I'm just going to sort of pat Crown on the head and say, you always wanted to taste that Sintran sausage. And then I'm going <laughs> oh to reach into my cart and sort of like in a very badass like action movie way, pull back like a like a blanket that's covering my already loaded crossbow. Yep. <laughs> pull out this crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. Uh, and then pull out this crossbow to say... Locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Barclay okay. is pretty confident with the crossbow, and he knows that he needs to aim before he uh, lets a bolt loose because mm-hmm. it, it's slow to reload. So he's going to aim for the way that they're sort of positioned. Is there one that is more threatening immediately to Shadrach? Yeah, Fred. Fred. So Fred. Bill and Fred. 
It's excellent it's adventure. Mi- it's, sorry, it's Mr. Bill. <laughs> Mr. Bill. Okay. Excellent. I don't know why I forgot. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's actually great. I didn't even read that. Bill and Fred. That's great. Uh, they, they're also dressed very like 21st century for some reason. Beside Absolutely. A, a phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely Fred seems to be the one that's closest to Shadrach mm. and the most threatening. So um, he's going to take an aim at uh, Fred. Great. So Im- that is a full round action. So you will not attack this turn. Yeah, he's going to take the time to aim and he's going to aim at his torso. Excellent. So you have a plus one to attack per round of aiming. So just remember that when you get to attack him, you have a plus one. Mr. Bill will be first. Uh, He will draw his sword and he's actually going to kick the Witcher back. He's trying to push you out of the way. You see this coming, obviously, so you can choose to do a defensive action or you can just take it, but he's going to kick you further away. I will do a dodge. Yep. Move out of the way. Mm-hmm. And do I need anything more than that? Uh, so you need to roll it. Yeah. So I've, ro- I've rolled a four, and mm-hmm. I combine that with my... Dodge, which is like a, the second one down on reflex. So 19 altogether. 19. Yeah, you beat Agile his kick. Bastard. So you just dodge. Uh, you dodge his kick, and he's like, oh, he's a tricky one, Mr. Bill. Look out, and Mr. Bill will now just... He's not going to screw around uh, like his mate. Uh, he's going to try and hit you with... A strong attack. You see him just go overhead immediately and he's just going to try and bring a sword down on you. So now it costs stamina to do another defensive action. It will cost negative two stamina because it hasn't been your turn yet and you're getting attacked for a second time. So you can either choose to take two stamina or not dodge or not do a defensive action. I think I will parry. Excellent. Which want to roll that for me, please? So that is... Which one does that go on to? Parry will be... Your swordsmanship skill at a negative three. At a negative three. Yeah. Okay. So it's 17. Oh, that beats. So the opponent throws down his sword and you just definitely parry it without much of an effort at all. And he is staggered. Yep, he's staggered. So you now have the advantage. It is your turn. Okay. The, how close are these two standing together? Quite close. They're almost next to each other. As far as you and Will are apart. The hero okay. one swing to yeah. try decapitate uh, yeah. both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quickly. I'm feeling like Indiana Jones uh, shooting the swordsman vibes with this yep. encounter. And I just want to clear sweep both of them with one swipe of the steel sword. All right. So you're going to do a strong attack then. Yes. Very strong. All right. So do you want to roll that? First guy will see that coming and try and block it with his weapon. So I've got a 24. If it's just the dice roll plus my swordsmanship, it's 24. Uh, Strong attack's negative three. Okay, so it's 21. 21. Hey, look, that beats a 14 by nine, which is a crit. So (laughs) you ain't getting no info out of these two. (laughs) Can you uh, please roll a d10? Seven. This man is very dead, I think. Bill and Fred, no. <laughs> okay, so you he sees it coming. He puts his sword up to block, but it just doesn't... He doesn't get it up in time. And you slash right into his uh, the lower part of his chest. And you have clearly ruptured his spleen. And now, can you please roll the damage for me on your, on your steel sword? 13. 13. And the crit is a bonus five damage. So this man isn't dead, but he is he's soon gonna be. You don't manage to get through him into the other one, unfortunately. Barclay, it is your turn. Which one went down? Was it the one I was aiming at or was it the other no, one? No, the other one, Mr. Bill. Okay, so I will continue well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my shot at Excellent. Um, Do you wanna roll, please? And it's a plus one, isn't it? Plus one plus your crossbow skill. 23. Yeah, he can't beat that, so he's going to take that. Do you want to roll damage for me, please? Where are you aiming, by the way? Uh, I'm aiming for his chest. Chest, great. 14. 14. And what did you roll on the success again, sorry? It was 23. God, that's a crit as well. Oh, that's a it's a difficult critical. That's even stronger than the last one. You hit him soundly in the chest. That was a, How much damage was it? Uh, 14. 14. Plus an extra eight for the difficult critical. Piercing damage and it's armor piercing as well. Yeah, this man is dead. You see him, you you hit him right in the chest and you can tell by how deep the bolt is that you've gone straight through into his lung and he's just falls down immediately from the shock of getting shot in the chest. He'd better have said, not excellent, as he he (laughs) fell to his knees. He doesn't say that due to copyright law, but he goes, bad, great, ow. (laughs) And I just sort of go, ha, 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 got him, and start reloading. Great. Fred is 
gonna try and run away. Nope, that's it. He just times his as a speed by three and runs away. Is he like running away holding his guts pretty much? Yes, yeah. Um, but he he has a negative to it as well because he's staggered. So he will only, he runs about twenty meters away from you and is just retreating completely. Would it take an action for me to get crown to just? <laughs> yeah, I re- that's that's great. Uh, you send off your great wolf, and he just bounds like excitedly, and then you rips him up. There's that Sintra sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the like, oh, <laughs> the <laughs> I was been waiting for one the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely that man from the news that was like, when he came over, and he was like, but as an actual big wolf. That that, 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 that is reference of the day now, right there. (laughs) Coin was it? Crown. Crown Crown gives out a massive. Oh, I just starts going hog. Um, and in his image, he is white, so he's very clearly turning red very fast, especially just around the the sort of throat Um, and chest. And you see now, Hanazar is just sort of like, um, thanks. (laughs) No need to thank us, you know, just clearing out the riffraff but uh you can thank us by giving us some information how does that sound yeah of course whatever you need to know buddy <laughs> just don't send that dog after me all right <laughs> i'm so old this is not any this is not a dog okay crown is a wolf you just remember that but i'm just gonna destroy <laughs> my crossbow <laughs> just for some reason i roll an intimidation check for some reason well, i don't know if it actually exists now that i say it you know what? We'll do your uh, persuasion. Yep. So fourteen. Great. Yeah. He is. He, oh no! It's in will. It's in will. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah, it is. Third, Third down. down. Oh, that's an eight. Eight total. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. He is intimidated, but not by you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> well. Uh, anyway, what what can I do for you? Then, then fine, upstanding. Citizens and his eyes sort of dart around a little bit. He's a, he's a bit concerned and confused as to why you're here. We understand you know a little about the treasury of this fine city. Um, no, <laughs> nope. Well, that's nope. not what we understand. Oh well, we'll be on our way then, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> about the monster. We understand that you've got some uh, intimate knowledge of this uh, area, and no. that includes a beast that may or may not roam those halls. No, man, you got it all wrong. Uh, he's clearly lying to you. Um, do a human perception on him just to see, because it's just, yeah, he's not right. You don't know what's going on with him, but he's very badly lying You're to old, you. but you're not that old, okay? Buddy? Yeah. Big 10. Uh, plus your human perception. Does that mean he rolls it again if he gets a 10? Yep. Which is good because I think his empathy is rather low. Eight. So eighteen plus eighteen plus one. Nineteen. Great. Yeah. So you can tell he clearly was something once in his life, but life's clearly been cruel to him. Uh, mm-hmm. He seems to move in a way that suggests he's in constant pain. Uh, the weapon on his hip is just personal ceremony. You can tell there's no way he could use this in a f- with any true lethality. Mm. Okay. Although there is an equally rusty dagger that sits next to his sword that you didn't notice before. You can tell while this man isn't a physical threat, he is wily. And if this man was once imprisoned and then has since been released, he must be surviving somehow. At the opening of, of his gamison on his chest, you can see a row of scars for in total, sort of going across the body on an angle. So you have evidence to say that he perhaps is lying. Okay, so I'm going to put my hand on my sword, or maybe I'm still, am I st- still holding my sword? Yeah, you're still holding still. it. So I'm just yeah. kind of like... Cleaning the blood off yeah, it or something. Yeah, I might just like kind of show it to him a little uh, subtly, but obviously enough that he realizes I'm being intimidating and just saying, look, I, I know you're lying. We know that you know things. So <laughs> this is going to work out best for you if you just tell us what you know. Oh, fine. Fine. Yes, uh, I am. Um, years ago, years ago, and he sort of like looks into the middle distance, realizes he's not talking, and then snaps back. Uh, he sort of explains how he tried to rob the castle once upon a time. Uh, he snuck in through the prison ward of the castle, which leads into the crypts, and he describes that he went into a round room with pillars uh, all around it, around the circumference of the room. There's a door to the treasury in there, and a passage into the aqueducts and catacombs further beneath the city opposite that door. As far as the monster is concerned, he opens his chest and shows you the scars on his chest. He's like, the only thing I remember is glowing eyes through a fog. And suddenly I was in a large forest 
with trees infinitely tall, dozens of screams and voices called out constantly, and then I was knocked to my feet by this vicious gouge across my chest. I scream and I ran and I handed myself into the guards. And they've called me insane ever since, that's why I don't like to talk about it, because I'm not insane! I'm not! And he looks at you and he's like, wired and he's clearly crazy. I believe you. I believe you. You're not Good. insane. So you were in the outside the treasury and then suddenly in the woods. Is that right? Yes. So I'm going to use uh, Shadrach's monster lore. Wonderful. Skill. I believe that's what it's called, is it? Yep. So you may roll for that. So it's a 14 plus one. 15. 15. Do I know what he's talking about? You have some ideas. There's a few monsters Obviously that... Obviously magic involved. Yeah, there's a few monsters that can create illusions. You're certain that this monster clearly can, uh, because if he was inside, there's no way he can suddenly be outside without wave a portal, and he didn't describe anything as such to you. And then so, he ran to the guards. Yeah, he was slashed across the chest, which tells you that this monster has arms and claws. But for the most part, that's all you can get out. The piercing eyes through the fog sort of stands out to you, though. You figure if you can get a little bit more information, you might be able to, might be able to have another run at it. Or if you cross-reference that information with some something, sure. you can okay. figure, might be able to figure it uh, out. Han, did it make any sound before it attacked? Did it make any sound... No, no sound. <laughs> he, he stops thinking. He's he thought like, about it for a he long thought time. About it. He's like, no, just the weird screaming in the forest. Oh. Lots of screams. Did you smell anything? Going through Corp- all the senses here. Corpses. Lots and lots of corpses. It's bad. It smelled bad. I'm so old. So old. I just need to keep doing that to keep my accent there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of ideas to, well, to get this out thinking, of yeah. Can I assess the... Value of the blade on his hip, the good blade, not the da- not the rusty one. The knife, the they're both sword, bad. The, oh, the, the sword and the knife. Yeah, okay. they're both bad. They're both less than a gold each. They're so badly yeah, okay. maintained that you're sure that if you swung the sword and hit anything hard, it would probably break. Okay. And the dagger, you can actually tell it has seen some use. There's a lot of dried blood on it. Mm. It's still serviceable, but that's because it's been like it's a stabbing weapon. Yeah. I want to ask him more about his wound at the time. Sure. So, how how deep did the attack? Like, how how deep was the wound, and what did the, it feel like when it when it struck you? Yeah. Oh, like yeah, if there was any like side effects from the wound, like if there was any infections mm. or like any like yeah. He says it felt like he was getting scratched by long crooked claws that like a witch might like an old crone mm-hmm. might have. That's what it sort of felt like to him. Okay. But they were long and thin, so that's probably the only reason he lived because it was such a quick swipe that did get deep. It didn't he didn't really lose a lot of blood. Okay. Um, it was pretty like not necessarily superficial, but it wasn't life threatening. The 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 attack. So what can Shadrach? Is there a number of things he can rule it down to, like a select? Yes, there is. So you know that if there's corpses involved, it could be a few things. It could either be that there is a lot of dead people in there Mm -hmm. or it eats corpses. That's generally the two options when you smell corpses. You know it's humanoid in shape. It's probably some kind of necrophage. Okay. If you can attempt a monster lore check again, but it will be at a higher difficulty. Sure. Let's do this. I have some level in monster lore. Can I assist in any way? Yep, roll for me, and based on your roll, we'll see how much you add. 31. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What did you get? What was the penalty this time? Uh, No penalty, it's just a higher difficulty check. Um, So, 18. 18, yep, you are certain of it now. Barclay mentions to you that the fog uh, is pretty peculiar and he's come across something like this before. Uh, On his travels, he saw eyes coming through fog and like a lot of shadows moving around in the fog. And that's actually what rings it off to you, that you're now certain of what it is. You know this thing is a foglet. Mm, Sounds like a foglet. (laughs) (laughs) But that's such a cute name for such a horrible beast. Some people call them foglets. Some people call them foggers. Mm. It's a it's a thing heard both. It's a dialect thing. These things they haunt the swamps yeah. and the banks of the Pontar and Yoruga. But if they they're sort of old wives' tales, but you definitely know them as real things. Mm-hmm. They can create fog. The fog is a danger to travelers, but it's nowhere near as dangerous as themselves inside it. The body of the foglet glows softly, luring travelers to their doom. Disembowelment at the end of a long crooked claw. 
As long as it lurks inside the fog, the foglet is a threat. It can disappear and create illusionary environments for it to hide as its invisible form within. It can also populate it with copies of itself that dissipate upon being struck. When the foglet finally strikes from invisibility, it becomes visible again for a moment, allowing you to counterattack. You know Quen is good because uh, you can shield yourself from its surprise attacks. A dim iridium bomb will stop it from summoning its fog. If not, you can use Yerden or use a moon dust bomb to render the foglet visible and thus vulnerable. If you're traveling with a mage or a priest, they might also be able to dispel the fog, which would rob the foglet of its devious tricks. That would be the perfect timing for the treating the monster to a precise application of necrophage oil. Which I have. One of my two oils. Is the other one massage? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a warming, a warming yeah, a gel. Warm <laughs> and yes, here is a picture of a foglet for you. What a kitty. So can you remind me, is this thing outside the treasury or in the catacombs? Um, yeah, so he isn't really sure. He believes that it is imprisoned somehow and it's been trapped in there. The smell of corpses suggests that it's been getting fed. Okay. Um, so it might be being kept there deliberately. Okay, okay. Shadrach, uh, I know I sold you some drowner brains once upon a time. Mm -hmm. I assume it's for one of those uh, uh, witcher potions or oils or something. Do we need anything like that this time? I happen to have a necrophage oil already, so that's uh, oh good. That's a plus. So you have enough oil to sort your own weapon out. What do you mean? Um, so because you already have this oil, you've probably used it before, which means you don't have enough to, to help share. everyone. Yeah, you yep. can probably only put it on your own weapon, and then you won't have any more. Sure, sure. So we could make some more if if that's yeah, uh, you could an absolutely option. in yeah. the accent. No, I'm saying this as me. <laughs> I just want to hear that accent okay. all the time. Um, <laughs> I've got enough for myself, but uh, we might need to to take some time to brew a new potion. I do have a potion brewing kit for wow. times such as this. Lucky for you, you got Barclays bits and bobs oh, yeah. at your service. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking about this. A foglet is typically found in swamps. the wild, in the swamps, not domesticated. So it's a very very strange scenario. We have there, there must be more to this to to investigate. Oh, speaking of domesticated, a hey, uh, crown, come back. <laughs> good boy, good boy. I actually hunted a foglet 20 years ago in a graveyard. And um, so I do have some experience with this particular beast. I, uh, I've i never seen a foglet before, but uh, it sounds so cute. Sounds like you saw one, but uh, you were wise enough to, to give oh, it a wide berth. Always wise enough to give it a wide berth. Right, we'll go back to you guys. Um, you are now out in the inner... Um, in a walls, uh, it is roughly about lunchtime now. You've spent the morning doing your respective things. Um, you two will be back in town next time we come to you. Okay. The great Ronnie Gianfranco. I think it's time you uh, entertain these noble people and allow me to uh, get a little bit of time in the uh, the Grand Engineer's abode. So uh, can you be kind enough to uh, woo them with your cords and your magnetism? Should we perceive how many people are around or what's the go around yeah, the sure. area? So, more so like if you look at the, it is if you look at the map, you can see that it's a smaller district of the city and yep. where it is. So in theory, you only need to make a distraction a little bit away. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make the grandest distraction of all time Excellent. Then. Do a perform check, yeah. my sir. You can do your busking skill. Yeah, we'll do busking for uh, 18 for 18. performance. You will make 30 gold. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so I perform the uh, the Sintrin's Oath Great. in front of the masses and I uh, have all the guards. We'd like to hear some lines. Please tell us. It's, tell you know, us it's, a, it's a nationalistic kind of song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Sintra <laughs> uses a lot of lions in its iconography. There oh, yeah. Luckily, about lions. Um, <clears throat> one second. Uh, uh, I wrote it down. When I say I wrote it down, I. Uh, uh, Ronnie, uh, good old, the great Ronnie Gianfranco Destino. <laughs> Queen Salantre, you've been down too long in the midnight <laughs> sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Right. <laughs> I don't know, Tiger. That's great. Yeah. I love it. I just. Anyway, Ronnie's, uh, Ronnie's busting out his old lyric pads there and just slipping in some, lan some uh, calanthe. Great. Excellent. I mm. found myself distracted by the sheer magnetism he was exuding on stage you there do. for you a second. You do. You find it so hard not to look at I didn't peel away straight away. I sort of had a head nod and a toe tap for a second and then knew it was time Wait to get to business. So yeah. I uh, make my way over to the Royal Engineers workshop. Yeah. 
have a ha- awareness check. It's locked up. Yeah, it's locked up. Uh, it's a pretty unassuming building. You can see okay. that it has a rather large fence that leads into a big backyard. You can also see uh, like through the fence palings that there is some sort of lake-ish thing in there. Okay. It's not very big, but you can sort of, you assume that it's some sort of engineering thing that you might need water to move parts around or something like that. Okay. So any sort of r- thing. Rattle the, rattle the gates, obviously securely locked. Pretty securely locked, yeah. It's a steel steel gate. And the door is also locked, but it's nothing particularly special. Uh, so, so this gate sort of is around the house and there's the, the second, like the yeah, door. Yeah, it goes to the, the wall ga- of uh, district. So the, the iron iron gates go all the way to the wall. Okay. Um, who, who's around me in my immediate vicinity? Like Everyone's if I was to, all they're, they're completely captivated. Yep. Fair enough. I'd expect nothing less. Can I potentially just like warm up my hand with my Anya fireball spell, sure. like almost act on, on the gate lock itself, like just like heat that metal so it breaks Absolutely. away can and you I can do spell casting, please. Do a spell casting check for me. We'll see how that goes. Don't roll a one. An eight. Uh, 24. 24, great. And can you tell me what your spell does exactly? Do you have it there? At so all? it's it's throwing a ball of pure fire. So I assume I've got to obviously generate it into my hand. So I'm just going to, I'm holding that in, in my hand on that lock to melt it down. To, Instead of throwing it, you're yeah, holding just and just cooking the, cooking the gate so I can get my way through and just sort of sneak in. Great. Almost as if I looked at like I was meant to be there. It wasn't subtle. Like mm. I was you know, makeshifting a key movement and then right. straight Look, in. that takes a couple of minutes. By the time Ronnie's finished his first song, you manage to melt the lock completely and it's sort of, just, there's a puddle of brass and iron at your feet and you quickly look around and make your way into the gate, into the backyard. Uh, it's quite a mess. I don't know if you've ever been to a craftsman's workshop or anything like that. This is clearly just outside, but you can see that there is wood lying around, there's tools there's like a sort of open shack-like workspace as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of planes, lathes, that sort of thing, like manual lathes, obviously, because this isn't the 21st century, that sort of thing. There's, there is a door inside as well um, and yep. a window. Um, obviously, approach the door. It's casual and as purposeful as I meant to be there. Yep. Touch the door handle. Is it locked or... It is not. Open that door. Great. Um, inside is a rather humble abode. Only because the living space clearly is very small comparative to the rest of the area. So there's sort of one half of the building is all like living space. There's a bed. There's like a, like a, what are those things that you use? Like they're like, they like fold up. Like a concertina. Concertina. Yeah. Divider, like breaking up into rooms. There's like Mm -hmm. a metal stove area and all that sort of stuff all just to one side packed in as tightly as possible but then you sort of notice that on the other side is a massive drafting table and piles piles of scrolls there's like a wall of different designs and scrolls all lined up as well mm-hmm. um you see drafters drafts the main thing that you see immediately is that there's a lot of weapons of war laid out clearly for the battle that's currently raging okay um Subtle little fist bump that I've just noticed this drafts table and all these scrolls. Make my way over there and just start, start you know, fingering through there just to start, try and see if there's any type of additional schematics and breakdowns of the castle, the greater area, just to sort of see if we can get a little bit more. On the table, as far as you can tell, there is, it literally, it all pertains to ballistas, catapults mm-hmm. and um, trebuchets. That's the main sort of concern okay. right now. All so, weapons of war. Yeah, everything on the table. Whereas you can see that in the sort of barrels and the nooks that make up the wall, there is a lot of scrolls on there. There seems to be some sort of numbering system yep. as well. You're not really sure what that is though. My uh, my TAFE Cert 3 was not going to play any part here <laughs> by chance. My, well, my education potentially. Roll education. It's 24. 24. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. You can see that this numbering system is just, it works that... Oh, it's num- the Dewey. It's the it's, Dewey. It's not the Dewey. Yes. It's a oh. personalized one, but... Uh, zip it's num- the personal Dewey. <laughs> yeah, it's personal Dewey system. Uh, numbers like one from 10 His name's Dewey. and onwards yeah. Dewey. is just like what this person's been responsible for. But then you can see anything like beyond like 500 in the numbering system is all alt. Okay. Really ancient scrolls and older like lilum and leather bound scrolls, not necessarily paper. So if you're going to find anything of 
value value or anything about the castle it's probably going to be in these older sections before i go to 500 i'm naturally going to grab 69 and 420 and tuck them away with me as well <laughs> great excellent <laughs> write those down please and we will discover them if you ever decide to open them in the future so you have 69 and 420 that's it i'll put them in there later engineering schematics yeah 69 and 420 they could play right. a very critical part in this at some stage yep we never know I can and tell then, you right now, 420 is um, a catapult that throws these balls of like smoke loaded up with Kush that are meant to get a city high before invasion. 69, <laughs> I'll get to. Nice. Um, we'll get to that tonight. I'll figure that one out. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that tonight. Okay, so uh, after you know, getting to 499 at slight pause, I can hear those fantastic loud tones just sort of making their way through me from... Uh, from the great man himself, if he's got another bar that he could maybe share in the distance. You can just hear it in the background. It's, in the, it's background okay. noise. Quickly shake shake back to reality again. Start, start making my lion. way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, dive into 500 and beyond to find. Great. You do eventually find schematics for the old... You, you find two schematics, actually. You find a three. You find three schematics. One is for the old elven city that Sintra was built on, Zintria. Two is the draft plans for the castle, which are slightly old, uh, slightly newer, not as old as the original plans for the elven city. And then finally, you see an overlay on like a very thin transparent paper that goes over that, which shows the system of aqueducts and catacombs below the castle that you can see match up to a few areas on the map. The one thing you notice is there's several tunnels that lead throughout the city into the castle undercroft. Specifically, the one that sort of stands out immediately to you is that there is an old passage uh, meant for royalty to escape via the castle to the church in the inner district, or the outer district, sorry. So there is a line directly from the church into the in, into the back of the castle. You also then see that in the overlay sheet that goes on top of the castle plans, you can see it actually matches up with the catacomb section of the original map that once was like aqueducts or something for, from the old Elven city. And you can see that there is this large round room which is attached via a set of stairs and another set of rooms that match up with the prison and and the barracks section. And you can see that in this circular room, there is just a star marked on the map. Directly beyond that, there is a symbol for a door and then an arrow pointing out. And that matches up into the aqueducts as well. And then the aqueducts themselves, you can't really see exactly where they lead to, but they lead everywhere almost. And the catacombs, they sort of spread out amount amongst the city so while you can't find an exact escape route you know that going through the catacombs will get you somewhere that isn't here but essentially you know where the treasury is now it's attached to this strange circular room all right so after realizing that looking through those three those three particular scrolls obviously taking them with me as well uh, because i don't have a photographic memory because of all the debauchery but yeah taking those i sort of tilt an ear can tell that my musician friend is still got maybe a verse or two to go so i'm just going <laughs> to quickly do a quick scan of the room to see if any valuables any any potential magic items weapons that could be um of, of need or interest to take with me as well sure um let's find out um, you don't find any any items necessarily, but you do find a small nest egg of about 30 gold hidden behind one of the scrolls that you can pocket if you so choose. Nah, pff, I don't get out of bed for 35. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave I mean, that for... Uh, right. 30 yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave that for the Royal Engineer. He needs it more than I do. Sure. So uh, after realising there's... Uh, to be fair, he could be dead right now. You don't actually know. You're not going to need it after tomorrow, I could tell you that That's much. That's true. Yeah. He may need it more than I do. So <laughs> after that, scan the room, nothing, nothing worth taking. Got my five scrolls, tuck them away. And then just make my way back out the door, slink through as if I'm meant to be there, through the gate, and then just join the the growing caucus out there as uh, as my friend might have one last verse to uh, blast. <laughs> There's a place outside of Witcher's Valley where they say the wind don't blow and they only speak in whispers in a name. And I'm just singing dear shit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, I would uh, <laughs> cashed up. 
Applause erupts. Yes, <laughs> yeah. No, the, you, you can tell uh, your Sintron-themed music is definitely a hit, especially yep. to the nobles. Um, they're all very proud people and they sing along with, with you at some mo- moments as well. And a few people come go to come up to you and be like, oh, thank you so much. And as they're giving like gold to you and stuff, and then you notice that most of them are like, they get a whiff of you uh, <laughs> downwind and they're like, yeah, thank you so much. And they very hurriedly scurry off. Ladies and gentlemen, that is but a taste of what you could experience tonight at the Lion's Den and I'll see each and every single one of you there for a night of performance and debauchery. And then, uh, Great. The crowd sort of uh, dissipates and heads out. Where are you guys headed to now? Well, are we going to rendezvous at the inn? Is that the plan? Absolutely. So it is about, mm, it's just past midday. And as you guys leave the inner district, you cross paths with your two companions. Before we head back there, can we just quickly bypass the docks? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We want to check out the docks. Great. Mm. So you head off to the docks. Boys uh, it's the docks. quite... It's, it's an interesting environment. From what you can tell, everyone was expecting Skelligan ships to come and assist, mm. and they never turned up, which is strange. Everyone's really apprehensive about that. There's a few training vessels in there, but nothing particularly special. You know the docks themselves, they have these large, weighted, um, huge chains that can be drawn up to enclose the dock off. Are there um, any abandoned-looking boats that people have maybe fled and left behind? No, because no one knows that I mean, no one's privy to the information right. that you are. Like okay. everyone, still isn't. Sh- don't they? Don't really know that the war's coming to their doorstep. Are there any boats for sale? No. no. Are there any boats that we may may thieve or borrow permanently? S- there is like a. There is a couple of small rowboats that mm. are sort of used for personal fishing that you could easily take. We need something big enough to store all this gold. Well, Bonap's got. Vestige for us, doesn't he? He's got he a boat. does allegedly, yeah. We were looking more specifically for smaller boats that could maybe get into the aqueducts, yeah, to get the gold out that way. We a rowboat definitely could do it. Yeah, would a rowboat yeah. be big enough to hold the four of us and the gold? Yep. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. They're bigger. They're the big like like double seat, double double seat gondola. Um, is there any sort of like harbour master or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. There definitely is a harbour master. Can you, I... you can, there is a harbour master's office uh, on the uh, left side of the docks. Can I approach the harbour master's office? Yep, absolutely. Knock on the door briefly, very Great. politely and yep. go in. Is it called budget? No, it's... Uh, uh, Ava, Avis. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing that exciting. Cintron export. Some ways in Wicked Campers, is there? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> we, just, we just want to borrow it. Rent a bomb. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, no, so he is like an official position in the city. So he's controlling sort of the trade of the city by boat. So he's a very important person. Okay. Um, because he's controlled trade by the boat, from you have a reason would, to talk to him, yes, absolutely. And would I have met him before? Maybe? I would imagine so. Okay. Yep. Uh, what's his name? That's a great question. Uh, should I come up with the Harbour Master's name? Bodie um, McBoatface. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it is um, uh, Bowden. Bowden. Bowden, always a pleasure ah, to see you, Buckley, my friend. You're back. Yeah, you're back. What do you want this time? Oh, Bowden, look, I got... Um, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of trade coming in. You're gonna have a good business from me um, in the next sort of. Oh, couple, good, really? Days. Yeah. What you yeah, got? Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing whispers. I'm hearing whispers. I got you know I got some rations coming in. I got medical supplies. We're gonna get them in. Gonna get some stuff out. Uh, you're gonna be seeing a lot of me in the next couple of days. Okay. Good you. to know. Good to know. Look, uh, part of this, Bowden. I, I, I um. I want to know the 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 rowboats out there. Can I? Am I able to hire one of them? Yeah, uh, yeah, we can get you a rowboat. What do you need a rowboat for? Oh, look, there's just there's some stuff coming in that maybe the the ship is not going to be able to come into the the docks. Uh, so I need to go uh, up, up I, into the river. I, I can see you want to get first pick on the boat, don't you? You want to go up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know me, Bone. You know me. You know I'm not going to leave you out in the cold, though, man. I'm going to No, you're going to have to. You're not going to have to. Well, to be honest, you're going to have to bribe me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bribe you. Gonna, okay. Gonna... Uh, Bowden, uh, look, Bowden, we worked together a long time. We've done a lot of business. What's this going to take? Uh, 200. How about that? 200? Uh, 150. Come on. Work with me here. 230. 230. Just to show you how serious I am. <laughs> you're that serious, Bowden. Bowden. How much trade do I do here on a yearly basis? Not enough. Not enough. 240. <laughs> not enough to 240. Bowden. Hold, Hold on. I'm stepping in here. Here's the thing. You're not using your you're not using your specific skill to do it. So yeah. you it's gonna it's not gonna go well for you unless you actually roll. I'm gonna cast an axie puppet. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, you so raise you'll give your it hand. to us 
cost. I don't know. What, yeah. do, what do we yeah, want? So, so yeah. I'm happy with 100 gold. Let's go with well, 100. You're feeling generous and you give it to us for 100. All right. I just need to see if he resists this at all. I'm going to make up a number for that. Uh, can you please roll spell use spell or spell casting? Yes, yeah, spell casting, please. So six and thirteen is nineteen. Oh yeah, he's like, no, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I changed my mind. Because <laughs> yeah. just such a good guy, and you can see that Oxy sort of makes some really sleepy and like weird and kind of stonedish. And he's like, oh, I'll give it to you at cost. How about that? Right. I can do that for you. Yeah, we're bold. Money. Always a pleasure. To Best friend. Business with you. And I, yeah. I like plonk the hundred gold down on the thing, and I give him a little slap on the cheek. Like, ah. you're a good boy. <laughs> Love your work. Love your work. He's just holding the bag, and you. Can see he's so out of it he's just like yeah, yeah i just sort of like tap uh shadrach on the on the shoulder like we're out we're done uh he hands you a little thing saying that you've got a rowboat. Yeah, thank yeah. you so you can just go up and take one as long as you've got this piece of paper so yeah you've got access to a robot yep so i just pocket that and then uh, we go and meet our, our two compatriots great you all meet up outside the inner district wall Gentlemen, what has been going on? We have many an insightful update for you all, but maybe you can tell us about your journeys to see uh, Hanazir. Hanazar? Yeah, well, we've established that we are up against the Foglet down there somewhere. Not sure how. Sounds so cute. And I'm just like scrubbing blood <laughs> out of, um, out of uh, crowns. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we ran into a little bit of trouble, but, um, you know, Barclay killed a guy. And no, oh. you know, how you feeling, Buckley? You okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, there's two things in, that I live for, and that's protection of uh, my my stuff and uh, crowns need to eat. So I'm feeling good. Both both boxes checked there. Um, you see, uh, Rosendra sort of spy the four of you and sees crown covered in blood and you're polished like polishing off your crossbow when you talk yeah he killed a guy and she's like oh sorry boys what's happened and that dear listeners brings us to the end of another episode of yen cast first much love stay humble stay hungry and stay safe out there because there are monsters everywhere